Well, thank you very much, Duncan, uh, for that intro. And as Duncan has just mentioned, my name is Munya, and I'm on staff here at God First City. Um, you know, when, uh, when I was approached about this preach, um, you know, I got excited um, because there's a piece of scripture which, which really holds dear to my heart. And I'm going to share with you um, this scripture, and it comes from Matthew 6, verse 33. And I know a lot of you actually know this uh, scripture by heart. And it reads, I'll read from the NIV. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This scripture is actually, was actually taken from the Sermon on the Mount, which is the most famous sermon ever preached. Hence, this verse actually is my favorite for two particular reasons. Firstly, it has helped me to keep my focus on God in times of distress. Secondly, it continues to help me evaluate my priorities time and again. To gain a deeper understanding of this verse, we need to backtrack a bit and go back to verse 25, which reads, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat and what you will drink. Know about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? I want you to notice something from this, uh, from the transition from 25 to, to verse 33. In verse 25, Jesus is telling us what we are not supposed to be anxious about. And then fast forward to verse 33. He's actually redirecting our focus to things that we are supposed to focus on. And that is to seek after his kingdom and his righteousness. As we delve deeper into um, my story, I'm going to share more on how this scripture has strengthened our faith and shaped our perspective, that is my wife and I. Join me on this journey. 2013 was somewhat of a bittersweet year for my wife and I. We were expecting our first child, and some of you know him, Ryan is always running around here. Um, and that was in, in that summer of that year. Having graduated from university a few years earlier, both my wife and I, we had high hopes. Um, I mean, we often used to think about, you know, and daydream about the neighborhood which we wanted to stay in. We were thinking about the career paths that we wanted to follow. I mean, we're thinking about um, the schools that we wanted our kids to, to go to. And all those other things, you know, that you, that you feel like, you know, we've, we've come so long and we want to, to plan ahead. However, um, soon after Ryan was born, um, things changed. Things changed drastically for, for both of us. I was retrenched from work. Um, and you know, those hopes and those aspirations and those dreams just started fading away because we're looking at what my wife was now earning and what our needs were, especially considering that we had um, Ryan to care for as well. And, you know, I sat down, I remember very vividly sitting down and 
I was just doing the calculations and I was saying, this is not making sense. You know, we're not going to afford this. We're not going to be able to afford that. And as a father, the feelings I felt then was that I felt like a failure. Because there I was supposed to be able to provide for, for Ryan and for my wife. And I think even as a husband, I also, sen I also felt a sense of shame that, you know, this is, this is supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be taking care of things here. But I'm no longer in that position. And it was not an easy, it was not an easy period. However, we sat down in the midst of that chaos with my wife. And I remember we made a decision. And that decision was to seek first God's kingdom. And as we made that, that conscious decision to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, there was a peace that guided us. I remember someone telling us that with what you're about to go through, there's a high chance that you guys might actually divorce because it's not going to be easy. However, this period lasted three years. And, you know, after that three years, God proved himself faithful. And in 2016, as I was sitting at home, you know, just thinking about what's going to happen, I received a call from a friend of mine who we had actually been used together at church. And he said to me, listen, uh, what are you doing? And I said, you know, I'm just at home. And he said, I can, I'm offering you a job in Johannesburg in a week. Find your way down here. And it was at this moment that we reflected back when we made this decision to seek first his kingdom without knowing that the outcome would come in this way. And that is the God that we serve. He will never fail us. And I would like to continue now and just share with you some of the points that I was jotting down about that, that period that we went through and things that I felt that God was actually speaking to us about concerning how he wants us to seek him. And I've got four points that I'm just going to share with you. And here we go. God wants us to seek him personally. That's the first point. And what do I mean when I, mean, when I say personally? Through prayer, through actually taking time to have devotions with him. Remember, we can't outsource our relationship with God. It's a one-on-one. -on -one. And that's so important. The second point is God wants us to seek him continually. This means we need to make a habit of seeking after God. And how do we do this? By committing to a small group, by actually partnering with the local church and showing up. 
And on this one, I remember vividly, a very good example was, you know, during that three-year period of my, where, where we were going through this tough time, we committed to a small group where we were. And constantly, you know, we had guys, even after that meeting, who would just say, guys, we want to pray for you. And I remember that, that those prayers carried us through. And that's the importance of, of, of belonging to such a community. The third point is that God wants us to seek him ultimately. This means we need to make a conscious decision to seek after God above our personal desires. We need to stop seeking the blessing and instead start seeking God himself. And the blessing will follow after that. The fourth point, and the last point is, we need to seek God sincerely. This means we need to seek God on his terms and not ours. You see, one of the things that I've realized over the years is that there are three kinds of people. There are those who don't seek God. There are those who seek God, but not first. And then there are those who purposefully seek him first. And that is who we want to be, a people that will seek him first, and then everything else will follow. As I wrap up, I would like to, um, I would like to leave you with a practical illustration of my understanding of Matthew, 3, Matthew 6, verse 33. And I know some of you have been wondering what's happening over here. So let's go for it. So these two containers actually represent our lives. And the pebbles that you see here actually represent when the Bible says all these other things. These are all these other things. So we're talking about your career paths that you desire. We're talking about the income sources. We're looking at things that, are, that you desire, that are on your heart's desire. And we're not saying that these things are not important. They are important. But what God is wanting from us is that we build a firm foundation with the things that matter the most the things that bring us closer to him. And this is what, these are the things that are represented by the bigger pebbles. So what God wants us to do is that as we build this firm foundation, we build on these things first. So committing to a small group, actually coming to church and com committing to, to serve in a church having a prayer life, and having your devotions. And when we put that foundation, and that foundation is strong with the things that draw us closer to God, guess what happens? God has promised that all these other things he will provide. and there will be an overflow. As I finish and as I close, 
I would like to take some time to pray. Would you join me? Dear God, I set my mind on you and commit myself to pursuing you and the things of your kingdom. It is more profitable to chase the things of God than the things of this world. You give life, the world doesn't. May we always remember this, Lord. And all of God's people said,